Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, House of Mystery number 158, cover date April 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Jim Mooney, edited by Jack Schiff, featuring Dial V for Villain, written by Dave Wood, art by Jim Mooney, and The Origin of the Diabolu Idolhead, written by Jack Miller, art by Joe Serta. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! learns of a robbery in nearby Granite City. He uses the H-dial to become Quake Master and pursues the thieves. In stopping the crooks, he accidentally knocks a tree on top of himself. Daffy Dagan, the gang leader, approaches the felled hero and steals the H-dial. Daffy uses the dial, dialing V-I-L-L-A-I-N. He is transformed into a powerful creature, then leaves the scene with the H-dial. Instead of attacking Dagan directly, Robbie works to steal back the H-dial. Once he gets the device, he dials into the squid, a hero who can shoot various liquids from a special helmet. Meanwhile, John Jones and Zook finally locate the idol head of Diabolo just as another menace springs forth in cloud form. John tries to force the cloud back inside the idol head, only to be drawn inside the statue himself. John then finds himself centuries in the past near Babylonia. He protects a group of people from the monster that was emerging from the idol head, then meets Diabolo's apprentice. John learns that the wizard Diabolo has created the idol head to gain revenge upon the Babylonians. Confused? Don't worry, we are too. We'll be back in a second to explain everything. Lab. Robbie Reed can dial a thing that makes him into different superheroes. Lab. Lab. Welcome back to the Lab Shack. I'm your host, Robbie Reed, the boy who can change into 1,000 superheroes. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to do something like. 8675309 hero 8675309 hero That would be good. I did do um you haven't heard it yet. The what? lab shack is a little old place cuz Robbie Reed has a lab shack. He sure does. In his home with Gramps and Miss Millie who are totally sleeping together by the way. Oh yeah, totally. Um hey, here we are. Hey. House of Mystery number 158 featuring Dial H for Hero. And the Martian Manhunter. And the Martian Manhunter. Um, we are avowed fans of Robbie Reed in Indeed. the dial H dial. The H dial is what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, now in this issue, 
a villain gets a hold of the H dial and dials villain. Because apparently it has more letters on it than H-E-R-N-O. Yes. Now, when they revitalized the series in the 1980s, they had new dials, which only had the letters H-E-R-O on them. Oh. So one could only dial into a hero or into something that had those letters in it. So like an Oreo cookie or... Helium. No, it doesn't have those letters. Okay. Only H-E-R-O. So, what? Where do you get Oreo out of H-E-R-O? Just O-R-E-O. Oh, so you can repress things within that sequence? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Or one time they dialed... if you wanted to switch your gender, you could become her? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One time they dialed horror, H-O-R-R-O-R, and turned into a monster. Oh. But mostly they just turned into heroes. Because that's what you do. Okay. Um, now... Splash page is uninteresting. Yep. Except for Robbie Reed saying Sakamaji. I love that saying. I wish we said it more often. We can say it whenever we want to. I don't remember to say Sakamaji. it. Sakamaji. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep saying it. All right. First page. Sakamaji. Well done. Um, over in Granite City. Wait, who drew this? Uh, I have to look it up. I had it on my sheet just one second ago. I'm so ago. sorry. Uh, Jim Mooney. Jim Mooney. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Jim Mooney, it seems to me, drew a lot of Superman back in the day. Okay. I'd have to double check that. I do like the artwork. I like it on some... I like it on all the heroes. I'm not crazy about the villain. No, he looks piece. like a... Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. Um... Over in Granite City, mm-hmm. it's a typical morning until uh, paralyzing whale rends the atmosphere. It's just uh, a car with a siren on top of it. But it's quite loud. And it's also paralyzing the populace. Mm-hmm. Um, Daffy Dagan and his siren gang. Daffy Dagan. Yeah. Robbie Reed. They're big on alliteration. Ah, uh, yeah. They all are in the comics, right? I'm more interested in the Siren Gang. It appears to be a gang who has a car with a giant siren on top that paralyzes people. That's their gimmick. I guess if and you're going to all in, if you're going to rob storefronts, anything uh-huh. that can be affected by the sound, right? Right. Um, well, I mean, literally ev- everyone on the street has fallen to the ground, mm-hmm. paralyzed. I think they could get uh, in trouble for that. You like, think? S- well, somebody's, not just the robbery aspect, but somebody's going to bang their head on the pavement and mm-hmm. uh, probably bleed out. Maybe. Likely they will. Go on. So, uh, we've got the this... Robbie is hanging out with his friends, and they're skating. Oh, not just hanging out. They are having a roller skate race. Yes, they are. They're did, going to the uh, soda shop. Did you... Uh, ever roller skate race with your friends? Mm-hmm. You did? did? Yes. Oh. Did you not? Well, I didn't have any friends. Oh. But I did have roller skates, the old-timey kind that you had to put on your shoe and tighten. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, I had, um, I never had those, but I did have the roller skates that you, um, that with metal wheels. Uh-huh. And they were awful. Because, I, I mean, I was like five when I had them. Uh-huh. And I remember they go... You'd listen to somebody in those skates and it would go... So, 
did yours were yours like shoes that then had the metal wheels attached? Mm, uh, they were like little boots. Yeah, I they just, were blue with stripes. I remember them. I had blue ones later on. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when I was in sixth grade. I got a pair that were blue and yellow, like tennis uh-huh. shoes that had the plastic wheels yeah, on. Later on, I got I got the the nice wheels. Only we moved from Miami, and to the pavement world. We moved away from the pavement world to a beach town. Uh-huh. And that beach town meant that, um, well, they couldn't really use them anymore. You can't skate on the beach. Or, or on the roads around the beach because they're all, they all have sand on them. Right. Right? You could So not even with the plastic wheels you couldn't skate on the roads? It just, you've seen New Smyrna Beach. It's not a, there are no sidewalks around there where I was living. Right. I think you'll find it's pronounced New Smyrna. I grew up there. It's not called New Summerna. It's just well, called it's New Well, it's a Smyrna. shadow. No, there's a shadow vowel. Summerna. There's no such thing. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> hey, where's Robbie? Uh, he's. I told you, he's roller skating around no, with his friends. Look at the bottom panel. Oh, okay. He's disappeared. Yep. Um, I can't remember these kids' names. It's the same kids that were his friends last time. He goes, betcha he got one of those brainy ideas and beat it back to his lab to experiment. Is that what they're calling it? His lab? Yep. Uh, it's a lab shack. Yep. If we want to be correct about it. And he says, gosh, I'm sure glad I'm not a whiz kid. Um, indeed, Robbie has gone back to his lab shack to grab his H dial, which mm-hmm. he keeps in a hidden panel in his lab shack. And he dials a certain coded letters that when deciphered spell H-E-R-O, you know what that means. H-E-R-O. He becomes Sakama G. What a crazy looking outfit. It is indeed. Quake Master. (laughs) Right? What are you pointing at? Nothing. Oh, well, so we've seen a lot of supervillains wearing loose diaper-like Shorts, yes. Chapters. Quake Master is wearing such a bulky loose, diaper. Bulky diaper shorts. <laughs> um, Quake Master is primarily colored in yellows and greens. I like his outfit. I do too. You don't see a lot of superheroes in yellow and green. No, except Green Lantern. Well, that's green, With green, black, and white, and black and white. Um, there was the Web, who was an Archie comic superhero in the sixties, who had. Uh, Green and yellow. Did he spin the web? No. He actually, I don't think he had any powers. He just had like webbed kind of, what do you call those kind of sleeves? Diaphanous sleeves with like underarms, mm-hmm. underarm webs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also Tuatara, who was a New Zealandic superhero uh-huh. who had three eyes. Oh. He could see through time. Wow. He was from the Super Friends. And that's all I can think of off the top of my head. So, uh, Quake Man, right? Quake, Quake, Quake Master. Quake if Master. You sorry. Quake Master. Uh, it has this yellow and green costume. Uh huh. With and a big Q on his chest. Yes, for Quake Master. And he can make earthquakes. So, I imagine he's sitting there going, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, 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 what's going on? Right? Right. <laughs> now, interestingly, this is the first time I noticed that Robbie Reed puts, I guess he did this last time, just sticks the H dial in his belt when he flies off. Yeah. Why not just leave it there? Does he need to dial it back to, to turn back into Robbie Reed? Um, yes, but 
just leave it there. Go If you need to change, go back to your place. Because look what's going to happen. It's going to get stole. Fair enough. Now, Quakemaster can make vibrations come out of his feet. And by so the way, that's fly. kind of a bulky dial to tuck in your waist. Yeah. It's going to hurt. It's like, it's, as, it's bigger than his hand. Yeah. It's so, like putting an alarm clock in your waistband. If I was creating an H dial, mm -hmm. first of all, I would not make it possible to dial the letters villain. Also, Fair I enough. would cool. Cool. Uh, make it so that every superhero you turned into would have kind of a fanny pack or something. Mm -hmm. So you could stick it in there. A fanny pack. Like a tourist. Sure. So Why every not? superhero that you create is essentially a tourist. Well, it... Are they going to wear sandals too? In some eras of comics history, mm -hmm. it's really cool to have just like pouches on your costume. And do they have? Do they all have cameras hanging around their necks too? Uh, some do have cameras, yes, in their pouches mm -hmm. or on their utility belts. Okay. Um, again, when the idea was revitalized in the 1980s, there was a boy and a girl who both had age dials, and the boy had a watch dial. Mm -hmm. And the girl had a little pendant. She of course, wore. she had a locket. And those, when they became the superheroes, I think those disappeared because they didn't have to dial back. They just wore a superhero for one hour, and then they were done. Hmm. I'll pull that out for you if you're interested. I'm not. Okay. Uh, Quake Master takes off <laughs> after the Siren Gang, uh -huh. uh, using his Quake vibrations to repel bullets. And stop a car dead in its tracks. And then, in fact, make the car shake apart into pieces. That's very impressive. Yes. Continuing on, he uses his quake powers to punch out crooks. And catch their boss, Daffy Dagan. But then his powers go crazy. That's the trouble when you have new powers that you don't know how to use. And these are powerful powers. These are I'll very say, strong powers. So strong that he knocks a tree over onto he, himself. He breaks a tree Whoopsie. and falls right on him. Yep. Trapping him under. Yeah. Um, Daffy Dagan is not trapped, but sees his opportunity to steal the H-Dial, which is precariously perched inside Quake Master's belt. Now, does he know that this thing does things? No. He says, it's some kind of crazy dial with strange symbols inscribed all over it. Hmm, I wonder if this has anything to do with the way all those superheroes get their powers. Well, yes, it does. Yes, yes. Uh, so he just starts dialing randomly. Now, this, I believe, is a rotary dial. So he actually does have to... It's... Yeah. Uh... Although the sound effects written on the page say click, click, click. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what the situation is here. I wouldn't mm -hmm. think they, in the 1960s, they wouldn't have called it a dial if it was not a rotary. In my mind, he presses a couple buttons and pulls a string and it goes, the cow says, Brrr. right? Yes. The I-L-L-I-A-N. Very good. Now spell I can't do it. Yes. Nadal spell. Very good. Nadal spell. Hero. Double hue. Double hue. Remember, speak and spell. Everyone I do. Is what we're talking about. It's a toy from the 70s. You wouldn't the remember it. Unless I you're old like us. L L I A 
en villain. Very good. Very good. Sokka Maji, Daffy Dagan, is turning into a villain who, did you notice, is never named. The villain. The villain is never named. He looks like a pile of hot lava rocks. Yes. Like you might see in Hawaii. With his face strangely pulled back into a horrific grimace, horrified yeah. grimace. And he has like three fingers. Three fingers. He looks kind of like a cross between a lava man and like an inside out. Like his muscles are on the outside of his mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call, call, call him Mr. Goo as his villain name. Mm-hmm. Do you have a better idea? No. Okay. Uh, Robbie realizes with horror, I should say Quake Master because he's in his Quake Master identity, that the villain has chosen, has stolen the uh, dial and is off to create mayhem. Uh, also wearing a diaper. A, a very bulky diaper. Yeah. And not only that, his waist doesn't taper down. It's basically... Well, because he's wearing like a weightlifting belt also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he can shoot uh, goo out of his fingertips. <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be goo or energy. Where are you? I'm just on, still on page seven. I'm just calling him goo because that's why his name is But the creature knows how to drive a car. Well, sure. He still has the same brain as Daffy Dagan. Mm. It's just his outside has changed. Uh... Anyway, mm-hmm. part two. Quake Master frees himself and flies off to find Mr. Goo. Mr. Goo. Who is shooting goo at train cars so that he can... It's hot goo. Shoot different goo at the bottom. I don't know why he had to knock the train car off the track like that. He knocks the train car off the track and so that he can... Cut through the bottom. To get inside the train car. To get car. inside the train car. We just cut through he it. He didn't have to do that. No. He could just cut through the he's side. He's just showing off now yeah. at this point. Uh, he's with his friend, Smike. What's the guy's name in uh, Nicholas Nickleby? Is that Smike? Smike. Smite. Smite. Smike. 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 Smaug. Smike. Smike? I think it's sm- Smike. I think it's Smike. It's delicious. It's it's lovely. It's Smike. I turned off my phone so I wouldn't get any phone calls. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Smike's a villain in this story. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> are you in a hurry? I'm looking up Nicholas Nickleby. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, yes, Mr. Goo cuts through the train car... And they're stealing whatever's in the train hey, car. Hey, well what? done. Jamie Bell plays Smike. S-M-I-K-E. Jamie Bell is a great actor. He is He a hasn't actor. gotten great roles, though. No? But I love him in that movie. He was a dancer, too. Yes, he was in Billy Elliot, the mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Um, you know who else is in Nicholas Nickleby? Who? Charlie Hunman. Hunnam Hunman. What's uh, his name? Oh, now I have to look it up again. Well, don't worry about it. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. It was before he bulked up. He was in Nicholas Nickleby. Oh, yes. It was just a little slip of a thing. And then he got swole so he could do Pacific Rim, (laughs) which always makes me giggle. (laughs) Was he the blonde? Yeah. My God, he was much more attractive when he was was, uh, thin. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks bloated now, doesn't he? 
No, I hell. Like either one of us, we both would love to look like that. Well, agree to disagree. Oh, that's twice you said that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Probably be a third time. Sakamajee. Sakamajee. Quake Master can't even budge Mr. Goo. <laughs> Quake can't. He has an energy field around him, doesn't he? He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Goo knocks Quake Master into the water tower. This is a nice touch. The water tower has go-go checks. Oh, I didn't notice that before. I didn't either until just now. Mm. Uh, luckily, Quake Master is able to quickly emit a series of vibrations and just make it to a safe landing inside the water tower. Well, that's fine for Quake Master, but now the water tower of the town has a giant hole in it. Yeah, so like things are going to fly in there and pollute the water. Uh-huh. Thanks, and Quake Master. If the water level gets raised up, it's going to leak out. Mm-hmm. God, d- dumbass, Quake Master. <laughs> so he continues on, right? Yeah. And, um... He's looking down at the train, and then he decides that he's going to go from there. My only chance is to get a hold of the dial and become another superhero. Yeah. So he does have to dial back. He, he can't does. be stuck in this form unless mm-hmm. he gets that dial. That's right. That doesn't... I Again, if I were designing the dial, I don't, I wouldn't. I'd do it like they did when it's, you just last an hour, and then you're done. So for hours, he tracks... Um, he's tracking the... Daffy. Daffy, yes. With Mr. Goo. Yeah, we're gonna call Mr. Goo. Um, Mr. Goo is now going for City Hall or something. I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, where did Quake Master get a gun? I don't know. Right, my thing we just read in the one. Well, suddenly Quake Master has a gun and some kind of alarm on his belt. This is a vibration disc, and it's going to, to use it as a tracking device. He'll, that, he'll, she's shooting a tracking device from his gun. Well, that's a kind of a. What do you call it? Uh, Rube Goldberg device? No. What am I thinking of? Something that just appears out of nowhere that you didn't know about until the very moment you needed it. <sighs> I know what it is in my head. I'm sorry, I don't know. Well, it's it's a very famous literary device that all people with English degrees should know about. Oh, that's me. <laughs> my mind has been ruined by years of comic books. No, no, no. Don't be so hard on yourself. So, looking down here on the bottom of the page, a yep. later far out um, found of the city and the depths of the Great Cavern. Yes, Mr. Goo has a secret headquarters all set up, apparently, in a cave that has a filing cabinet and a school desk. And a mid-century coffee too. Well, yeah, you've got to have files. Mm-hmm. How are you going to keep track of what you steal? Here comes Quake Master. Uh... <laughs> Before that, though, in the previous page, um, Mr. Goo says, let's start looking over these plans for our next super job. Right. Super job. I'm wondering why the art prominently features this card table. On the next page, it shows Quake Master leaping over it. It's just so unusual that it's so prominently featured, but yet doesn't serve purpose in the story. What's on the table? Oh! If you look at the top of the page, whether whether uh, Mr. Goo and oh 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 the, okay the, the hero dial is on the table. That's a big deal. Okay, I see now. But every time the hero dial appears on the table, it's so small. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't know. Mm-hmm. All I see was the empty table. I'm with you now. Well, look at this. Okay, what? if you look at the previous page on page twelve, he's, the hero yes, dial appears to be. Is, fl- is he putting it? He's, he's tossing it. He's tossing it on the table, so it's mid, mid, 
flight. Okay. Okay. That wasn't very clear in the art, everyone. No, it wasn't. It's not my fault. I know I don't usually pay much attention to things. It's a good but table, though. It's a nice table. It looks like it's made of, like, uh... Metal? No. What's that stuff from the 60s? Formica? Bakelite. Oh, okay. Um, Mr. S- Goo starts shooting and shooting at shooting Quakemaster. A, he's, putting a, he's putting a weird haze over the entire area. Well, it's with his goo finger that he's, um, yes, spraying a weird haze. I'd be afraid of that finger. Do you and me Does broke, he wash his hands? Sister. Who knows? Probably not. He's covered in goo. So notice, you know, you're on the next page. Yeah. The filing cabinet's still there. Yep. There's a few files around, yep. right? Yep. And what's over here? The table. The table knocked over. Uh... Anyway, Robbie's got the dial now. He heads back home to Gramps's mm-hmm. house where Gramps and Miss Millie just finished having sex and Miss Millie made dinner. Mm-hmm. And she is not having any of Robbie's just coming in at any hour of the day mm-hmm. or night. Gramps sticks up for him, though. I imagine our Robbie's been mighty busy out in his lab shack. Does Gramps know what Robbie's up to? No. Okay. As far as I know, this is a secret. Now, Miss Millie, boys will be boys. Uh, Robbie waits a specified amount of time. Ask me why I'm shaking my head. Why are you shaking your head? Because of the, squirt, the next hero. The squirt? Oh, squid. The squid. Uh, the, the squid. Has. Who's barely a hero. Now, this is the kind that's of hero. That's not fair. This is the kind of hero I would roll up. <laughs> Right? This is the kind of hero I would have made up when I was 13. I've been so proud of myself. A squid superhero with a helmet gun that shoots liquid mixtures. Uh-huh. That's perfect. 13 From years old. Head. I'm a genius. I've just invented the greatest superhero in the world. The squid. <laughs> it shoots liquid mixtures. Which then becomes solid. Only I would have had this... My squid superhero would have, like, shot liquid mixtures out of his eyeballs or his nose or something. Fingertips! So we can aim them. It's like... Turn, no, turn that's... Head. Come on, anybody could do that. Do you know one time... <laughs> I was probably eight years old. Mm-hmm. So, eight or nine. It would have been shortly after I started reading superhero comics. Mm-hmm. I had a dream, which I remember to this day, where I was a superhero... And I was doing my superheroing in Grandview Heights, Ohio. I was on the corner of Elmwood Avenue and 3rd Avenue, mm-hmm. where the Lawson's Quick Mart was, mm-hmm. down the street from Kenny's Market, which was locally owned, which today is the Italian American Club. Okay. Anybody who lives in Columbus, Ohio, knows exactly where I'm talking about. And the Lawson's now is the Grandview Donut Kitchen. And would you like to guess my superhero name? Uh, may I guess? Yes. Can you give me a hint? Uh, the first word is purple, and it's alliterative. Purple people eater? No. Purple passion? No. Purple pain? No. Purple puncher? No. Getting closer, though. Purple punch? No. Nope. Purple pooper? N- closer. Hot. You're a red hot. Purple poop? Nope. Purple poop? Purple peer. 
Oh my gosh. It was a purple pier. My superpower was that I could pee on people. <laughs> oh my god. So it was kind of like a squid. Kind of like the squid, yes. Your superpower. Did my, you wet your bed? The only liquid mixture I could shoot was pee. No, I didn't. Not that now, I recall. Now, when you shot your pee at people uh -huh. as a child, yeah. dream, dreaming mm -hmm. super, sorry, superhero, yeah. did you knock people over? Or did you just, yes, like, it was, what, like, was it like super. Just like regular pee that just made people. Like, oh, oh, no, it was super powered pee. Yeah. And, you could, and I could certainly aim it. Yeah. As I pleased. Wow. Yep. Did you have friends? No. <laughs> Not a one. I wonder why. Shut up, I hate you. Oh, we're married. Well, I don't really hate you. No. Just... Come on, for eight years old, that's a great idea. The purple pier. That's fantastic. I'm going to draw that up and put it on the... I don't think you want to draw that up. Why? <laughs> What's well, not just... You don't just whip your penis out and start peeing on people. You've got some kind of mechanism there that helps you aim the pee. Ah! <laughs> It's not pornography. Like if you're grappling sense. with someone, will you be able to blast them away from you with your pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I imagine it's kind of like a cyclops situation where there's some kind of, you know, force shield -force. that you can adjust. And mm -hmm. anyway, I look good in purple. You do. Is the point? Yes. Uh, uh, so now the squid. I, that reminds me about um, because it's starting to warm up again, and I started to wear shorts again. Yeah, go on. I don't know if I should talk about this. Yeah, but, sure. Um, so, women that are listening to this, you don't have this problem. You have other problems, like you have to sit down on seats and or straddle them in public restrooms. We have urinals, mm -hmm. but if you're wearing shorts and if there's not one of those little splatter um, things in the bottom of the of the urinal, yeah. It's very likely that you will splatter back onto your legs. Right. Which you only know is happening when you're wearing shorts because you feel your own splatter back on your legs. Which is why it's always good to consider that and stand a little bit away from the urinal. A little bit away from the urinal. And then, um, yeah. You know what's worse? Uh, when, when, men, when, men, when men pull their pants all the way down to their ankles and... and pee in urinals. Well, no, I wasn't going to go that far, but you know, sometimes in a public restroom they've built two urinals side by side and there's no like divider. Oh, in that is the worst when someone pees on you yeah. with a backsplash on you. Yep, yep, that yep, is yep, the yep, yep. worst. And it happens at like theme parks because that's where you have they, they, a they lot of men having to pee at the same time. Right, and they try to get as many urinals in one place right. as possible. Oh, that's the worst. Captain Butler is trying to climb on me. Ladies, you don't know what we have to deal with. I know you have your own problems. Oh, please. To about we never this. have to wait in line when we go to theaters. Or but we do have to get peed on. <laughs> oh, and I, you can gather from this conversation that neither one of us actually enjoys that. No. Absolutely Anyway, not. in the woods behind the lab shack, the squid fingers a colored button <laughs> on his belt and... and... Out pops a giant tongue. Terrific. He can get around on a liquid that solidifies into a flying sled. A flying sled. <laughs> well, he's got different liquid mixtures he can make in his helmet gun. And away I go on my <laughs> magic carpet to hunt down Daffy the Great. By the way, do, 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 if you do, want, if you get up in the morning, some morning, and you're just feeling down, or any time of day you're feeling down, go to YouTube and... Search Nancy Sinatra up, up, and away. 
and you will feel better for the rest of the day. You're absolutely right. We I, have done that before. I do it almost every morning. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. I love it. You usually get up about a half hour before I do. I know. Now. That's what I'm doing is YouTubing all day long. Oh my God. Okay. So the search is brief. Uh, it's a brief one for a short time later. Yes, because here comes the flying sled made of liquid, and yeah. uh, I want to like this character. Squish. I want to like this hero. I really do. I'm having to work really hard. <laughs> I like his battle cry. Have a squirt on the squid, Daffy. <laughs> a super solution. And he goes, huh? another superhero. Ha ha, some super solution. My goo. My glow. Well, my, well, I'm just going to replace every word with goo. My goo transformed your liquid's power into a harmless fireworks display. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way to stop you. My green liquid mixture that's saturating you is a deadly poison. You'll die within minutes if you don't turn off that glow and surrender. Nice bluff, mm-hmm. squid. Uh... Okay, well, it's your life, Mr. Goo. <laughs> so the so there's a noise, mm-hmm. a whirring noise, mm-hmm. which Mr. Goo assumes is his death rattle, right? Yeah. So he decides that he's going to surrender. So he drops his gooey force field. And then... <laughs> You thought the purple pier was strange. The squid is shooting yellow liquid at Mr. Goo. He fingers a button on his belt. He fingers a button on his belt and then (laughs) knocks him out cold with his yellow lightning. He says, now for the last act in private. (laughs) (laughs) I like the squid more and more. The more I read about his adventures, I think he should have his own title. Do you? So the squid gets the H dial out, dials Mr. Goo back to Daffy, Mm -hmm. and reveals that his trick was not poison all along. The green liquid isn't poisonous, and the sound that the green liquid emits is just a simple alarm system I can use as the squid. So for a superhero that you're only going to be for a limited amount of time, it's pretty, he's got a pretty substantial array of powers and techniques. Yes, he does. That's what I like about this feature. Okay. Is that these superheroes come fully formed with backstories and different things they could do with their liquid mixtures. (laughs) Like who would think of just, I just have a liquid that makes an alarm for myself. You looking I at can't the, answer that. I have no idea. Obviously, this artist, the writers. Of the this writers, kind of, yes. Yeah. This is the kind of thoughtful character creation that results in characters like the Purple Pier and <laughs> the Squid. Later that night, <laughs> as Robbie snuggles down beneath the sheets of his bed, mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the loot stolen by Daffy the Great has been recovered thanks to the remarkable superhero named the Squid. The supervillain has been captured. He says, oh, hoo-hum. Just today's work as a superhero. Sock him and gee, I'm bushed. And then we get yet another promo for Scooter. I can't wait to see this Scooter. Because Scooter is something else. It is something else. 
So I'm trying to think. I was thinking as, as we were talking about, did I ever pretend to be a superhero as a child? I, I didn't make up my own superheroes. I wasn't into that. I was into Star Wars action figures and Dungeons and Dragons. Big well, time. yes, you did make up a Dungeons and Dragons character, didn't you? I did. Tell us all about oh, it. Oh, I don't know. He was a ranger half-elf, kind of like um, um, Strider. Yeah. You know? yep. But he had a sword that was a singing sword. And I always got extra hit points and increased its damage if I could make up a, a rhyme and sing it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, Well, go on. Strike a chord. Give us a song. <laughs> I don't remember any of them. <laughs> they were all stupid because I was a preteen. Uh-huh. You know, or maybe a teenager. I'm, you know. But I loved playing Dungeons and Dragons. I did. Who didn't? Oh, me. Because no, I didn't have any friends to play with. Oh. But yeah. now, look at me go. Wow, you're king of the cock of the walk. King I of the sure world. am. We've also got uh, Manhunter from Mars. Yes, the Martian Manhunter. Now, I'm going to say at the outset that the Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. is one of my very favorite uh, characters, specifically his run by John Ostrander in the 90s, early 2000s. Which was long after this story was published. Okay. Uh, this story is the origin of the Diabolu Idolhead. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the final pe- uh, final appearance of the D- Diabolu Idolhead. Now, let's talk about Martian Manhunter a little bit. Okay. He uh, was John. introduced... What? John Jones. John Jones. Uh, so... Martian Manhunter premiered in Detective Comics in the 1950s during the science fiction boom Mm -hmm. of the 1950s. So uh, he appeared in backup stories in Detective Comics for a few years. Now, hard as it is to imagine, in the 1960s, there was talk of canceling Batman comics and Detective Comics because they weren't selling. Really? Yeah. Interest in the character was dwindling with each passing year. Editor Jack Schiff tried to vary the formula, sending Batman to other worlds and other times and introducing Batwoman and Batgirl and Ace the Bat-Hound and Bat-Mite, etc., etc. Attempting to save the book, Julia Schwartz was brought in to edit, and that's where we got the new look Batman with the yellow circle around the bat. Mm -hmm. Uh, sleeker artwork um, and Jack Schiff who was the editor was sent off to House of Mystery mm-hmm. taking Martian Manhunter with him mm-hmm. and in an attempt to make Martian Manhunter interesting they had this long running story about Martian Manhunter trying to find the Diablo Idolhead which apparently was producing supervillainous threats hmm. month after month after month. Hmm. You're not impressed. No, no. I thought you were going to talk about the, the origin of John Jones. I mean, you're talking about the actual origin of the comic. but, but not Oh, John would Jones. you like to know the origin of John Jones? Well, I mean, I'm assuming that everybody but me probably has the down thing memorized. But not I know necessarily. That he was on Mars. He, lived... he was on Mars. A mm-hmm. uh, scientist named Dr. Erdl was experimenting with his teleportation device yeah, and accidentally brought John Jones, who was a policeman on Mars, mm-hmm. to Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Erdl 
was about to reverse the procedure and send John Jones home right. to Mars, and the, but he died because of oh. the shock of seeing a Martian. Oh, dear. Yeah. And so John Jones was trapped on Earth, but using his shape-shifting powers, assumed the identity of John Jones, police detective in uh, Normal City, yep. Middleburg, some city, I forget where he lived. Okay. Uh, anyway, the, the detective identity of John Jones was killed. I'm putting that in quote marks because he wasn't really. But that's how the Diablo Idol story started was the, the idol killed John Jones and so Martian Manhunter decided to abandon that secret identity and track down the Diablo idol head full time with the help of Melania Trump. <laughs> oh, I hope that's not too loud on the microphone. No, it's fine. His little friend Zook, who we've decided talks like Melania Trump. Yeah. Our first lady of the nation. Yes. Be best, everyone. Be best. Um, now, this whole origin story was retconned later because once we, of course, discovered that there was actually no life on Mars, it was determined that Dr. Ertl had not only transported John Jones through space, but also through time. Okay. And so that's why he really can't go home again because Mars has been destroyed. Why? All life was destroyed. Uh, the red was, Martians? Uh, white Martians, okay. I believe. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Martian Manhunter finds the Diablo idol head. Mm-hmm. One night, the full moon, like a giant searchlight, illuminates the earth below, revealing on a remote beach the Diablo idol head, which they've been searching for. Martian Manhunter and Zook. Hey, dog, be quiet. Uh, eek, we too late. Idle head open and strange smoky figure coming out. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Hee hee, that great man hunter, you pushing evil thing right back where it come from. Came from. Well, he's, he can't, he doesn't know how to conjugate English correctly. Where is he from? Zook? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, space? Okay. I don't know. All right. So Martian Manhunter gets pulled into the giant head, right? Yeah. And John John Jones finds himself being whirled about helplessly out of control. And he disappears, finding himself back in ancient Babylonia. Well, it's just Or something like that. Right. It's just called Babylon was what they actually called it. But uh, suddenly all the people are being attacked by a giant demon. Which shoots... Flames, flames and lightning out of or, its... This demon looks a lot like Mr. Goo. Out of its nostrils? Well, mouth? it doesn't... It doesn't has a like a horn. Did you ever see that show uh, with Ruth Buzzy and Jim Neighbors and they were robots in a spacecraft? Lost the, Coaster? Lost, lost Saucer. Lost Saucer. No, the other one. Far Out Space Nuts. Far Out Space Nuts. No, wait. Lost Saucer was Gilgan and somebody else. Bob Denver and some fat guy. Okay. Yes, Lost Saucer was the thing with the horn on its nose. Okay. As far out Space Nuts was the one with a uh, half dog, half horse called the Dorse. The Dorse. Yeah. Oh my God. Ruth Buzzy. And Jim Neighbors. Are you Googling? Jim it? Neighbors, uh huh. Alice Platon. Oh, the Far Out Space Nuts. Here's the Far Out Space Nuts. Yeah. Um, Sid Marty Croft. Oh, yeah. 
I thought that went without saying. Yeah, here is the creature. Yeah, what's it called? I don't know. Did it have a horn for a nose? Cast, let's see the cast. Oh, uh, Chuck McCann, Chuck Bob McCann. Denver, and Patty Maloney. Patty Maloney was a mouseketeer, and she was only like four feet tall, so she did a lot of the costumed characters on Sydney. Oh, so she shows. was the, the costumed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. The things you learn doing this show. Do you think Dennis Quaid is handsome? Uh, was? Yeah. Yes. Not, not anymore, though. How did that come up? Oh, he popped up in the right-hand column. Okay. Okay. Um, he's Billy in... Barty was Dr. Shrinker. He wasn't Dr. Shrinker. He was, he was in Dr. Shrinker. He was Shrinker. in Dr. Shrinker, and Jay Robinson played Dr. Shrinker himself. Bigfoot and Wild Boy? Yeah. Sigmund and the Sea Monster? Yeah. Good. I think we have all of these. Well, all that are available. Dr. Shrinker has never been released on DVD. Dr. Shrinker, Dr. Shrinker, he's a madman with an evil mind. Want to hear this whole song? No, Dr. no, Shrinker. I don't. I don't. I don't. So, we... <laughs> Shrinkies are shrunken by laser ray. I don't know all the words. Can we get something? Can't get away. Dr. Shrinker, Dr. Shrinker. That's how it ends? Yeah. Descending like that? I think so. Oh, that's bad. I'll have to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Remember, the my very favorite theme song was the end credits of Land of the Lost. When uh, I look all around, uh, I can't believe the things I found. I don't know the words. I'm lost, I'm lost. Find me living in the land of the lost, 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 lost. That's it. Shrinkies are shrunken by laser ray. That's cool. <gasps> okay, oh, so it doesn't descend. That's all right. But it should have. That would have worked great. That would have great. I was obsessed with that show. Oh my god, no kidding. Billy Barty is in the show. He's, uh, a, he's in Dr. Shrinker's. Ted Eccles was the teen boy lead. Uh huh. And Jeff McKay, who later went on to star in Tales of the Gold Monkey. Okay. And he's deceased now. And I don't remember the girl's name, but I do remember that her character name was BJ. Which oh. is not appropriate for a children's television show, even in the 70s. No. Jay um, Robinson, Susan Lawrence, Jeff McKay. Susan Lawrence, that's it. Teddy Eccles. Ted Eccles. Ted Eccles. Uh, now... Is this the time to disclose that we're going to meet the cast of Land of the Lost in a few months? Oh, I forgot about that. We'll I'm talk about that later. so excited about that. Yes, that's going to happen, folks. Uh, anyway, back to Martian Manhunter. Blah, blah, blah. He fights a demon in ancient Babylon. And then he meets the wizard Diabolo. Well, of course, the people, after he defeats the monster, the people start to worship him. 
Martian Manhunter. Right. He says, no, 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 don't worship me. You know what creeps me out, what? oddly enough, what? is that Martian Manhunter in these stories has a perfectly human-looking face. Mm-hmm. It's that frightens me. Like when they have, uh, like you know, they'll superimpose human eyes on an animal head. Yes, it's creepy. What? Because he doesn't have a human face. Well, no. In in the stories I like of Martian Manhunter, he's got a heavy brow and yes. dark eyes, broody eyes. You can't see. Yeah, mm-hmm. this just the, I don't like when he has a human face. All right, I didn't notice that until you pointed it out. Um, he's great abs. Oh yeah. The wizard Diablo mm-hmm. looks like uh, those shrunken apple head dolls that yes. you could make. Looks like an old witch. Uh, with, and he's uh, not happy that Martian Manhunter has. I don't know what. Look Martian at him doubled over with arthritis. <laughs> Poor man. Um, Reminds me, I need to go for a run this evening. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, <laughs> shrunken apple head wizard man. Yeah. Where? Where are you? I'm on page six. Where am I? Oh, okay. Where are you? Okay, go ahead. So suddenly, Martian Manhunter has fallen into a crevasse of some kind and out calls the demon. The demon creature. With the horned nose. And starts... God, it's big. Firing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those uh, mythic titans like Godzilla that's crawling yes. out of the earth to conquer everyone. Or the... Cthulhu. Uh, what's that thing that the that, that oh god my mind um that the they unearth in the mines of Moria the 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 Balrog oh the Balrog yeah yes yes someone at my work has a license plate that says Balrog oh, really yes I don't know who it is though how is it that you got I don't understand how you looked into a place like this what an IT place yes that's all why wouldn't I everyone's a nerd there oh it's amazing um. So, the Diabolu wizard is so ecstatic that his demon has crawled out of the pit and starts attacking ancient Babylonians mm-hmm. again, that he uh, decides... It's attacking the, the dwellings, to be specific, it's attacking the dwellings of the abandoned village. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one's good, 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 good. It's important. Uh, the wizard decides that he must imprison the demon. Not like last the... night's episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, don't... Get me started. That has been cycling through my brain all day. I'm so upset. I'm very angry about it. Season 8, episode 5, everyone. You know exactly what we're talking about. Mm. If you've watched it. Um, so he seals the demon inside the idol head with the magical words, Whittaker, Radicot, Medicot, Lindicot. Sounds like little towns in Ohio. Nothing happened. I was expecting something to happen. Maybe I said it wrong. Anyway, then he dies. The end. And he dies. He dies. So poor Melania in the present Mm -hmm. thinks that Manhunter... Poor Manhunter, what I will ever do without you? Where are you now? Eek, the same smoky creature coming out of Idlehead again. Because there's smoke coming out. And then the giant demon is chasing Zook down... But he changes to Manhunter. Yay! It was secretly Manhunter all along. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what people call Martian Manhunter. Like, 
do they call him Martian Manhunter when they see him coming to the rescue? Or do they just call him Manhunter, like Zook? Because there is also a Manhunter that's a superhero. I don't I don't know. I've only read two Martian Manhunter comics. Well, you don't know what you're missing. I guess I don't. I don't think they call him John Jones. Because that would reveal his secret identity. And I don't think they call him Manhunter from Mars because that's... No. Too many words. He calls himself Martian Manhunter on the Supergirl show. Well, this is not Supergirl. This is long before the Supergirl show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zook just calls him Manhunter. Anyway, the day is saved. The Diablo idol head is crushed. And next month, guess what? What? This wasn't working, so they're going to try something new. They're going to turn him into a secret agent. Really? Secret agent Martian man hunter. So this wasn't working. You mean like the, there just wasn't The enough. whole Diablo, I, they didn't revitalize sales at all. It was oh. not. Uh, that's why they had to put Robbie Reed in because Martian Manhunter had been the headline star of House of Mystery. It was, but it, it was no good. To the second yeah. part of the comic. That's too bad. That's really too bad. It is. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm not unhappy that they had to put Robbie Reed, because I like Robbie Reed's stories. Mm-hmm. And you do, too. I do. I like the I like the unpredictability of it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, in the 80s, when they revitalized it, you could just, the kids could send their own ideas in, and that's how they got the superheroes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I was a little disappointed with the Squid Man, though, you know. I liked Quake Man better. Qua- uh, Quake, Quake Master. Master. Yeah. Well, I like the squid, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. So, are you ready to take a poll? Take a poll? Yeah. Sure. What like? What would you like to read next week? Fox and the Crow or Army? Um, let's do the Fox and the Crow. Let's let's. Uh, uh, okay. No. Oh, hey, I'm. Oh wait. Oh, but we've got a Stanley and his monster. Stanley and his monster. That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yes. I'm fine with uh, doing an Army one. Which which Army one would that? Hey, be? What's you know it, what? What's what's the Army one called? Our Army at War. Or oh, Sergeant Rock? Or we could do all of the above. Well, you sure. We have more time now. Sure. Yeah. And we'll decide later. We okay. don't have to decide right now. We want to keep some things up our sleeve. Yeah, I just didn't... This material this week was just a little bit like... Um, yeah. I, I, wasn't not, too, uh, I wasn't really impressed with the villains. The villain wasn't really doing much. Uh, Daffy... What is it called? Daffy? Mr. Goo. Mr. Goo. Mm-hmm. He really wasn't that scary or, no. you know, and so it was really about Robbie trying to figure out how to defeat the villain with, and he was sort of outmatched in his powers, Yeah, you know, and um, then the second one, the Martian Manhunter one wasn't that great. It was re- no. No. They were done with that. But it I was a the lot. Pier. Yes, Purple Pier. And we yeah. learned the theme song to Dr. Shrinker. Yes. Yes. That Martian Manhunter was kind of like uh, the last episode of Game of Thrones, they're just trying to be done with it. You think that's what it was? I, absolutely. I read something today that HBO offered them to do ten episodes this season. They said, no, we'll do it in six. And that's been the ruination of everything. They're wrapping it up too quickly? Yes. Well, the director said that because of what happened in the previous episode. Yeah. Um, with the loss that Danny had yeah. suffered. That it made sense because of all the betrayal. And all yeah, the yeah, it would have made sense if you had two episodes to develop that, not out of the blue. No spoilers, though. Don't tell any spoilers. People haven't watched it yet. All right. 
Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your... You said wherever, not wherever. Where, sorry, wherever you get your downloaded podcast from. Also, you can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Dr. Shrinker. Dr. Dr. Shrinker. He's a madman with an evil mind. Dr. Shrinker. Dr. Shrinker. Bye. Bye.